He is the creator and sustainer of all the worlds, whether those worlds are known or unknown to mankind. unclouded by hate does not wisdom cry and understanding put forth her voice hello everyone my name is charlie you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer c.e dorset and today we're going to be continuing our look into panentheism the idea that god is in everything and everything is in god by looking at how we can find god on the via creativa the path of creativity But before we get into that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. And the more people we have, the better chance we have of building a community around these ideas. And spirituality is always better when practiced in community. Alrighty. So... Via Creativa, Finding God in Creativity. This one, more than the earlier ones, seems like it should be the easiest thing ever. You know, I keep starting these episodes by saying this is a hard topic to talk about. This is a hard topic to talk about. This one is almost too easy because the analogies write themselves. Well, when I am writing and creating a universe, then I am participating in the creative energies of God to bring forth the semblance of life in the characters and writing these ideas into being. But it's not always that easy. (laughs) It's not usually that simple. And honestly, deep down inside, I find statements like that almost pompous, even though I'm sure I've said that on numerous occasions in the past. Because creativity is much more than we generally give it credit for. When we talk about the Via Creativa, one of the things that we talk about is learning to see God simultaneously as mother and child. That God is our mother and God is our child. And that we are here to be created in the womb of our mother and to give birth to God into this world. That this dichotomy, that this paradox is at the heart of our spiritual practice, especially here on the Via Creativa, as we walk the way of creativity. I think one of the biggest challenges to understanding creativity and how we can connect to the divine through it is the very rigid structures that we have put up to define what creativity is. Creativity is obviously sculpting, painting, writing, poetry, playing a musical instrument, singing, writing a song. These are obviously creative tasks. Over the last decade or so, we've seen more attention put to the idea of creativity being a foundational part of cooking. Yeah, that's good. But I think... 
I would like to challenge all of this and say that almost every act that we take is a creative act. Anytime we are taking anything from the interior world of our mind and putting it out into the world, that is a creative act. Be that conversation, that could be banter, that could be, you know, doing a podcast like what I'm doing right now, that could be dancing, that could be cleaning a house, gardening. It, of course, could be any of the classic creative endeavors that we've already discussed, but when we try to limit what we define as creative, we limit our experience and ability to innovate in all of the practices that we take on. Meditation is creative. Meditation is a very powerful way for us to work, be that through visualizations or any other type of act like that, or through practicing art as meditation, where we merely allow ourselves to do whatever we feel like doing for a while to just let the spirit flow through. Not quite as simple as that, but for, for the sake of time, I think that will be a good enough description of art as meditation. But no, everything is creative. Making our lives is creative. I can think of very few jobs that aren't creative. And most of those are just busy work jobs, like, you know, those that you find in middle management often, where all you, ha all, all you are is basically a middleman who takes the orders of someone above you and delivers them to someone below you. But I'm sure that even in a managerial role like that, there would be at least a chance to find a way to be creative even there. Because like I said, creativity is that thing that we do. Anytime we take something from within us and bring it out into the world, when we hug another person, that is a creative act. When we kiss another person, when we make love, those are all creative acts, though we may not think of them that way. Driving to work is a creative act, especially if you're my husband who likes to find creative ways to drive into town and to drive home through variant side roads and what have you. Because he likes to explore, and that's a facet of creativity. Playing video games could be creative. Playing games of any sort should be creative. See, we like to make a distinction between work, creativity, and analytical pursuits. Is reading creative? Well, if you're allowing yourself to experience the words that are on the page, yes. But what, what if you're reading a nonfiction book? I think the same thing is true. Research is extremely creative. When I'm working on a project and I have to do research into a historical period or a thing, it's not always the obvious thing that I should be looking up that's the thing I should be looking up. In fact, the more I do, do <laughs> the more I do research over the years, the more I realize what a profound act of creativity it is, having the imagination to know exactly what questions need to be asked so that you can hunt down and find the answers that you actually need. That is an immensely creative process, 
and one that we often take for granted or put over into a category as something other than creative. And that's at least my first challenge for you on today's show. Look at the actions that you take throughout your day. Look at the actions that you go through. Even the act of listening to a podcast. You may be one of those people who has your headphones on or your eyes closed. Maybe you're commuting right now on some form of mass transit or sitting in a car that somebody else is driving, and you're just letting the words wash over you. But more than likely, you're either thinking of something else while I'm talking, or you're taking in the words themselves and imagining something in their place. Maybe you're trying to see how making a list or doing math can be creative. Probably after I said that, you're really trying to figure out how doing math can be creative. See, one of the biggest problems that we have in our modern world is that we have defined things into such rigid categories. Creativity is something that people do for fun. And since it is something that people do for fun, it's obviously not something that you do for work. And thus, if you are not being productive, then maybe you're being creative. And you might think that I'm exaggerating there, but I've had conversations with other writers that really go down this route that they think that trying to take the time to be creative rather than just getting the words done is a waste of time. And maybe for the type of work that they do, it is. But taking the time to actually develop those creative instincts and to play is very important. And that's the other dichotomy that we put put up, isn't it? There's work and there's play and never the two shall meet. This makes it even harder for us to see creativity in our everyday lives, in the actions that we take, whether they be at our jobs or school or wherever we happen to be. Cleaning the house is drudgery. It's surely not a creative endeavor, is it? Well, figuring out where everything should go when you're putting things away, or even taking a little bit of time to redecorate as you're cleaning, those could be creative actions. Maybe you do like I do when my joints aren't acting up too much and I'm sweeping the floors, and dance a little bit and sing along to some music while you're doing the the housework. There's a way to make almost any activity creative. And most of us are being creative. We're just telling ourselves that we're not because we're not engaged in play. We're engaged in work. Work is serious, I tell you. It is not play. And those mindsets have really been what brought us to where we are today. So finding God in the midst of creativity, in the midst of our creative actions, should be easy. And for those who have experienced those moments of sheer sheer bliss or flow in the creative process, be it from playing a musical instrument, to painting, to drawing, to dancing. Yeah, that can be a very easy place to see the presence of God. In fact, if you've ever watched a flamenco dancer and heard the people chanting, ole, 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 that actually goes back to when the Moors controlled Spain and when the dancers danced, when they danced with such sheer beauty, 
God was amongst them, and they used to chant, Allah, 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 God, 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 because there was God in the dance. But I think we need to be careful of focusing on places where it's easy to see God, and it's easy to see those creative moments, because they're the ones that are very few and far between and fleeting. It's one of the reasons why people think that any encounter with the divine requires some kind of rarefied atmosphere and just the perfect circumstances, because they do not know, nor do they often care, exactly how we experience the divine. Because the divine must be the other. It must be that thing over there. But creativity is the most natural place for us to enter into the divine energies of the world. We've already talked about them. Victory, finishing a project. Nowhere is it easier to feel the presence of God than in the thrill of completing a task. In beauty, in making something that is wonderful, in justice, in understanding, in glory, in wisdom, in knowledge, in all of these places, in justice, in all of these places, we can find God. Because these are all energies of the divine that we participate with in our daily life. And they are so concretely with us when we practice our lives creatively. When we live creatively. Realizing that everything that we're doing is making our future. Every act that we take is changing the world around us. Every act, every word that we speak, every hand that we hold, every shoulder we give to cry on, and every shoulder that we cry on. Dealing with sorrow, with grief, with pain, like we talked about in the previous episode, that requires creativity on our part to get through some of those hard days and some of those hard times that can really tear us apart. Learning to see our lives as a creative work, that your life is the greatest work of art that you will ever make. That every day you are world building, you are writing that story, even when others are forcing things upon you. The economy crashes and you have to be creative and find a way to keep the business open because not only do you rely on the income, but the people that work for you rely on the income and all that pressure and all that strife that you work so hard yeah it takes creativity to get through that and it can cause pain and take us into the other path because remember everything in life is a spiral dance we jump from path to path to path throughout our days and the energy of the, crea of the Via Creativa, the energies of the creative way can be invoked at any time. They can be evoked at any time to find that moment of creativity. One of my fondest memories is after a night out with some friends, it was time for us to break up and go back to our rooms and get some sleep. And 
one of us decided out of nowhere to start singing Renegade. And I don't know why it started. I don't know what brought the idea about. But one by one, we all joined in the song and we sang it together as if it was the anthem of our being. It was the reason we were there that night was all here culminating in this moment of singing this classic rock song. And when it was done, we all laughed, smiled, and went our separate ways back to our rooms with a smile. Because our night was complete. It was a simple act of creativity. It was a spontaneous moment that someone had the idea, and we all joined in. Finding those moments are some of the greatest experiences of our lives. Learning to have that ability to seek out and express creativity at just the right moment so that you can bring life and light into other people's lives and your own is the one thing that we should be striving for in all of our actions. And remembering that these rigid classifications that we put on things, these rigid categories, anything can be play if you decide it should be play. Just because something is play doesn't mean you're taking it seriously. Anything can be creative, so long as you're seeking justice, wisdom, and knowledge at the same time. Compassion, beauty, all of the energies that we talk about all the time. So don't just look at those peak moments that are so few and far between. When, as so many have said, it felt like the hand of God rested on me and everything was clear. Those are glorious when they happen. They are beautiful when they happen and they should be shared and celebrated and reveled in. But look for those small moments of creativity. Those little moments where you can play and have fun and enter life with joy in your heart, being fully held in the arms of your mother, and having the will to ride courageously the images in your mind into being, so that you can birth God into this world. We can all do that. It's not a special thing locked away for just a few. And those are the moments where you truly find the presence of God, where you find yourself just in awe of what's going on around you, when everything just snaps into place. And sometimes it happens on its own, and sometimes you have to work for it. But having to work for it doesn't make it any less special. In fact, it might even make it more, because in some way, just maybe, you earned that moment of peace, of celebration, of joy that comes from it. And even in the darkest times and even in the hardest moments, we can learn to laugh and bring our creative energies to the front 
and to the full so that we can get through and get by. It's not always easy, but it's the life that we have. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, don't forget to rate it. Maybe even leave a review. That really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. If you've got a buck you can throw my way, in the show notes you'll see a link to the community support page. It really would mean a lot to me. We are kind of struggling right now, but don't worry about it. If you don't have the money or you just don't feel like giving right now, that's fine. That's perfectly fine. Just share the podcast with people you think will like it and keep listening. Knowing that you're out there helps out a lot too. It helps me feel a little bit less alone in this world that sometimes can feel so cold, so isolating, and so distant. If you want to get in touch with me, I am Wisdom Cries Out on Twitter and Seraphic Church on Instagram. Trying to figure out how to use Instagram. If you have any ideas, please let me know. You can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. And I just have to say, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening. It really does mean the world to me. These are things that are near and dear to my heart, and I hope that they're helpful to you in your daily life. I hope that this podcast in some way brings you some kind of joy, blessing, or wisdom. Because... These things that I've learned over the years, they've helped me out so much, and I'm hoping that they can help you as well. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you, ever growing in wisdom and compassion, that your hearts may be full and warm. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.